0: It's never been easier to sell real estate now because if you think back 20 years ago, even 10 years, well, maybe not 10 years ago, but 10, 15 years ago, my mom had to drive the paperwork to get it signed. Right. Now we just send an email through dot loop or DocuSign, whatever it is. So, you know, I, I, I think as we progress with technology, I think it's just going to become easier uh, to sell real estate. Now I wouldn't say easier, but maybe simpler, easy and simpler, are two different things. Yeah. So
1: you know, maybe it's just going to become more simpler and it's going to help us do our jobs better. I used to chase the ROI all the time, return on investment. And over the course of time, that has evolved into what I call return on life. Hello, everyone. This is Randy Dick on the amazing podcast, Return on Life. It's not about the ROI, but it's about the return on life and so much of our time we chase the ROI. But what about the return on life? And today I've got an amazing guest, Cale Walker, just an absolute star in the game of real estate, but he's done so many amazing things that we're going to learn about today, about mindset, uh, performance, and how we became such a super successful agent. So welcome here, Cale. And maybe you want to share a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and uh, what uh, what line of real estate are you in?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Randy. It's a pleasure. Uh, yeah, like 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 you said, my name is Keo Walker. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Been a realtor for four years, and I, I grew up around the business with my mom, who's who's been an agent for for 25 years, a, a really good agent. I have a, a an amazing mentor, and so that's how I kind of got into the business. Was just going to showings with my mom as we as I was growing up, and hanging out in the office with my uh, sister while you know you know while she did her thing and. At the time, I had no idea what she was doing, but uh, looking back on it, I, I, I'm so grateful for for everything she did for us. So that's how I, you know how I got into the game, and and now we work together, and we have a small team. And uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a I'm a very big mom's mama's boy. So we have a great working relationship, and uh, it, it it couldn't be better. So
1: right on. So when you say team, it's uh, is is your mother? What's your mother's name, by the way? Her name is
0: Dee, Dee Oliver.
1: Dee, Dee Is Dee yep. the team lead or are you the team lead or is there somebody else? And how many agents do you have on your team?
0: Yeah, you know, that's a good question. We're not your, your typical team. By default, my mom is the team leader. Um, however, there's three of us who started the team. It's obviously my mom, myself, and then my business partner, Keaton, who's also my best friend. And... Um, And so we started the team together, you know, more more so not to, you know, hire a bunch of agents and and take take, you know, part of their commission, things like that. We're just kind of using it to work together. Um, you know, because one of our sayings is when you work with one of us, you work with all of us and, and we all market each other's listings and and help out when when one of us is gone out of town, Keaton's Keaton's been gone all week. So we've been, we've been helping out with his client. So it's really just a support team is is really what it is in marketing. Um, so there's there's three of us who started it and then we have uh, an assistant and then we have one more agent, Lindsay, who um who's a newer realtor, about two, three years in the business now, and we kind of been taking her under our wing and and just helping helping each other out. So that's kind of our team structure and our team setup.
1: Mm, fantastic. You've won many amazing awards. And I'm just going through the awards here. A number one ranked real estate agent on social media, uh, top 10 real estate agents to look out for from Yahoo Finance. Um Omaha Real Producer Magazine featured in that. But this one, the National Association of Realtors, 30 Under 30. We're going to get into that. But maybe before we even do that is tell me a little bit about your background and how your background has made you so successful in real estate. Because, you know, without a past, there's no present. And so I'm, I'm, you know, when I look at a successful agent, there's usually, you know, Signs or there's clues of success before the success in real estate happens. So maybe share a little bit about that, and then share how you became a stud on NER thirty under thirty.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, yeah, you know, as as far as I can remember, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. You know, uh, the neighborhood that I grew up in. Uh, we lived near a golf course, and I remember that there was a there was a ravine where, when the golfers would ha- hit a bad shot, all the golf balls would pile up there. And no one wanted to. get, Me too. Me too. <laughs> and no one wanted to go get those golf balls. So my sister and I, we would go and collect all of those golf balls, and then we would sit up at the second hole, uh, at the top of the hole, and we would sell the golf balls that we found to the golfers that would that would be driving by and walking by. So, you know, I I just, I've always had that, that go-getter mentality. Um, And then of course it trans translated into um, sports. I was, I was an athlete, played football in uh, all four years in college as well. Um, Throughout my college career, I I dabbled in different, um, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, different, different sort of entrepreneurial, you know, uh, MLM marketing, things like that just just how can I be successful? And so that's the, I, I've always had that mentality. I've just always wanted to be successful whether it was at, whether it was sports or you know uh, making some money. So as it progressed into real estate, um, I, I, I developed a, a passion for it and um, a passion for helping clients and helping people and, and, and being able to put myself in a position where I can succeed and, and help my family, my future family. I don't have any kids, I'm not married yet, but I'm setting myself up for, for when I do have those things. And as far as 30 under 30 goes, I remember it was it was my second year in real estate and I didn't really know about the, national, the NAR uh, 30 under 30, but I saw that there was another agent in my market who ran for that. And she, she got pretty close. She actually did win it in 2023. Congrats to her. Um, uh, But I saw that she was winning or that that she was going for it. And I said, well, that is an amazing uh, uh, goal that I should go after as well. I mean, why not? And I remember I, I, I have, I had a realtor magazine. I cut out, I cut out realtor 30 into 30 and I put it on my, my office, my vision board. And I looked at it every single day. And then after that, it was about taking action to, to accomplish that goal. And you know, one thing that they really look for is not only sales and you know how much volume you're doing and things of that nature, but what are you doing in the community? What are you doing to help other people? And uh, I started a networking company here in Omaha right when I got into real estate, where um, uh, I just wanted to help other entrepreneurs. I wanted to help the city of Omaha. Here, shameless plug. I love Omaha, Nebraska. It's a very underrated city. Yes, Nebraska as a whole, you know, it's it's a it's it's a it's a farmer state, right? But Omaha, people don't realize there's a million people in this city. There's a it's a big city. Uh, it's not just a flyover city. And so I wanted to create something that number one. Helped people, help other entrepreneurs in my city, but also help my city on the map. So that was one big driving force to me winning National Association of Realtors 30 Under 30. So I encourage anyone if you're if you're interested in in, in uh, you know winning that that award, you know figure out how you can be a part of your community and help other people on top of, you know, helping your clients out. That's, that's another big, big factor for them. So that's uh, the long answer. That's kind of everything. Hopefully I answered your question in in what you asked me.
1: (laughs) Very well. But you've uh, made me ask another question here, networking and helping Mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs. Like not only is real estate a challenge, but now you're building something else beyond that. Now I'm sure that that has helped your real estate business too. When you're a student first, then you can be a teacher and uh, just building something like that. It's probably been pretty amazing. But what do you help other entrepreneurs do? Like what 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 happens in this networking session with other entrepreneurs?
0: Yeah, so our networking events, uh, you know, we haven't had them for a while. We've been kind of trying to transition our business and, and grow it in a different way. But our, our networking events are... To you know, um, just connect the top entrepreneurs in our city, right? I mean, it's 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 you know, respectfully not open to the public. It's very uh, selective in who we want to come to our um, you know our events. We've all heard the saying. You are who you surround yourself with. You're like the five people you spend the most time with. So we wanted the hustlers, the go getters, the people that are striving for for greatness, the people that are, are just good human beings at our events. Uh, they're very fun. Our events are not, you know, uh, uh, you know, here's my business card. I hope you call me. They're just not boring. You know, that's one that's one re- reason why I started Rise Omaha is what, was what I call my networking event was because and in, 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 let me go back it was me and my business partner Keaton who's also on my team we started that together we wanted something different we wanted something that that uh that was fun that was that was exciting because and I'm sure Randy you you can test to this but networking events a lot of them are just kind of stuffy they feel like a chore and you know you don't really it's like doing it it's like a chore it's like a chore right like you know you have to do it but you don't want to do it Uh, So we wanted something that you look forward to coming back to. So our events are very, they're high class. I mean, everyone's dressed like you. You look great, Randy, uh, you know, suited up. Women are in nice dresses and things of that nature. And we have a red carpet. So when you walk in, you feel like a celebrity, right? Because you got to feel like success to get it. Um, and, um, you know, they're just very, very fun. We have guest speakers. We had a musical performance at one. So, uh, so that's kind of the gist of, of, of our networking events.
1: I love it. I love it. That is so cool. Um, and you probably do a lot of business because of it as well.
0: Yeah, of course. It's it's really helped my brand grow, you know, and it's helped me, you know, get my, get my face in, in, in front of more people.
1: Right on. So you've had a long career of many different things, um, and I think of, of uh, you know, four years in college uh, playing football. I must have had an injury or two. Um, crucible moments in our lives are really what shapes and forms who we are. I've got a few of those myself. But what are some of them that you've encountered difficult situations? Oh, how am I going to come back from that? Or how are those moments helped you get to where you are today?
0: Yeah, great question. You know, I think the biggest um the, the the biggest thing that ever happened in my life was really nothing that had to do with sports. I was actually very grateful that I didn't suffer any serious injuries. Um I might have missed a couple games throughout my four-year career. However, you know, it was it was really after college that uh you know, I had some things that happened in my life that you know, changed my mindset and, and, and shaped and molded me into the person that I am today. I had a a very, uh, I I lost a best friend and and a girlfriend, not, they didn't die or anything, but they ended up together. And (laughs) as you can, and, and it really, uh, it, it it's, it spiraled me into a deep dark depression. I was very very depressed. I was, you know, um, and this was right after college. Uh, you know, they ended up together, and it 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 took my life down a bad rabbit hole. And I had to pull myself out of that. It took me a full two years to really overcome that traumatic experience. But I'm so grateful that it did happen the way it did because the person that i was prior was was not the person that i was destined to be and it was actually probably going to cause my life to go uh in a different direction not a good one so like i said everything happens for a reason you know that and um i'm so grateful that it happened the way it did. And those two, they're actually still together to this day. So it was probably destined to be, and, uh, you know, there's no, there's no errors in what God does. So, uh, uh, so that's, you know, I, I really, if I didn't, if I didn't have that situation happen to me, I would hundred percent not be where I'm at today. I
1: needed that. That right there is return on life. Life. Amen. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, and we all know that there's uh, there's a spirit world, a higher being that's uh, in all things. So I love that. Hey, um, influencers in your life, is there anybody that you can, that just come to your mind immediately that are great influencers in your life? They might be paid. They might have just come alongside. Who would they be? And I'm probably going to hear your mom, but <laughs> anybody mm-hmm. else that comes to your mind? <sighs> You know, um, I'm a really big
0: advocate for a guy named Andy Frisella. Don't know if you ever heard of him or not. Yeah, he uh, is somebody that you should definitely look up to. Um, He's not a real estate guy. He's just a a really successful entrepreneur who who, who started with nothing and, and now he's Uh, now he helps other people. He has a podcast just like you. And, and, uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean, my mom is, I, I, anytime I get that question, it's number, my mom is number one. I mean, she, you know, was a single mom for most of my life. And, you know, with me and my sister, I'm 30. My sister is 29 or going to be 29 in a couple of weeks and I, I i just remember her sacrificing everything to to be successful for her kids she was a a nurse uh when we when i was a little boy and and i remember when i was i don't remember but when i was 5 she got in she, she left being a nurse to get into real estate so she could spend more time with her kids so she could be there for her kids and 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 just give us a better life so she sacrificed you know everything for us and it, it, there's no better person than my mom that I look up to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. We have so much to be thankful for our parents that uh, brought us into this world and then gave us great mentorship. So that is fantastic. Um, anything that's maybe limited, <clears throat> excuse me, limited your success that you go, I know that that's limiting me and I have to change that. Is there anything that just comes to your mind? It's just, you know, it was, it was just doing what I needed to
0: do. Right. I mean, we all have, we all have things that we don't want to do. And especially as men, we just have to do it anyway. We have to do it when we're not feeling like doing it, whether it's getting up and going to the gym at five, six in the morning, because you're busy with clients all afternoon. Yeah, I don't want to get up in the middle of winter in Nebraska and 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 it, at at five in the morning to go to the gym. But I do it because I have to, right? Because no one's no one's out here going that, that's going to save me. It's, it's it's up to me. My success is up to me. So you know, I, I, and I, and it took me a while to learn that mindset that I have to do what I have to do and if i do it now then i can do what i want to do later you know so it was just it was really getting over that mindset of 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 not necessarily doing what i feel like doing but doing what i have to do Uh, and that's that's a big driving force for me
1: Uh, right on i am uh, a morning person i'm up at five uh that's when i go to the gym that's uh the only time that nobody seems to miss me so i can fit it in yeah tell me about your schedule what is what is uh a day in the life of kale look like you know
0: that's a great question my schedule is my schedule and i'm very disciplined with my schedule uh i do have uh two de- i work out six days a week most of the time it's in the morning i'm up at five just like you i go to the gym at six uh and then a couple other days like on tuesdays it's in my schedule 2 30 in the afternoon i'm going to the gym i have an appointment. No, no, no appointments are scheduled in that day. And then on Saturdays, I go later in the afternoon uh, after I'm done with clients. Uh, I, I still do enjoy. I, I, and like, I'm i not a big morning person, but I, I choose to be because I have to be. Uh, again, it goes back to do not doing what I want to do and doing what I have to do. So the other days I'm working out in the morning. Um, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just go through a Monday or, or a Wednesday today. Um, I am up at five, go to the gym at six. I uh, come back home. About eight o'clock, shower, make breakfast. Eight forty-five, nine. I'm right here in my desk prospecting. Nine to twelve, I am prospecting. Uh, whether that's creating social media content or you know reaching out to my sphere, going through my uh, my CRM, following up with leads, things of that nature. It's prospecting time. Nine to twelve, my phone's on do not disturb. You can't get a hold of me because I'm not going to get distracted. And then twelve on after that. Uh, I reserve it for meetings like this or clients showings of that nature, things like that. So, um, so yeah, from about, well, actually 12 to 1230 is lunchtime. Can't forget about that. And then, uh, and then yeah, one to, you know, seven, eight o'clock is all client time, meeting time and, and whatever else, you know, maybe I'll go out and, and, uh, go look at a house and tour a house and create some content, whatever I want to do. Uh, that's, that's yeah. One, to, one to eight is my client time. So
1: well, wow. you just described every successful agent's schedule, or very similar uh, successful agent schedule, and so there is there's a there's there's madness to the method, or method to the madness, yes. so to speak. Yeah. And uh, discipline is so important. So um, you're, you're gonna love the discipline of it, the board, boredom of the discipline to get it done. So just love mm-hmm. that. Okay, along the way we all have some fears. Along the way, we either make fear our friend, our foe, or our motivator. Mm -hmm. Is there any moments that you can share or maybe maybe just, hey, fear has become my friend or it's my motivator. Anything you want to share on fear? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I remember
1: when I was transitioning
0: into real estate, this was 2018. I was at my job and I loved my job. I really did love it. I was working at a at a healthy food store. So we 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 made move, we made meals that are are healthy, clean and uh you could walk in our store, pick them up and go. And I loved it. I really did love it. I was a manager. I was living down in Kansas City, Missouri. I was managing a couple stores down there. And you know, I was as as much as I loved it, I knew it wasn't my my end goal. I knew that. Um, but I was just waiting for the right opportunity. Now I had a salary, you know. I was I was in control pretty much of my schedule and things of that nature. Um, and I just remember, you know, thinking like, what if this doesn't work out, right? Like I'm, a, I and I remember I was going, I was moving from Kansas City back to Omaha to get into real estate, and it was a terrifying, uh, uh, you know, situation to leave a salary job, as you know, we're only, we only make money if we sell houses. So having that support and that stability of a salary was, 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 you know, refreshing and, and comforting, but, you know, you know, everything you want is on the other side of fear, right? We, we, we've all heard that Mm -hmm. saying, and if I didn't leave that job, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. No, no question, you know, uh, I, who knows where I would be. So, um, you know, you got, sometimes you got to take a risk and, you know, sometimes the risk is going to succeed and sometimes it might not, but you never know until you try. So I'm very grateful that I, that I overcame that fear and and, and made the leap into real estate.
1: Yeah. I love that quote. Everything on the other side of fear is what you want. Uh, mm-hmm. exactly. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the gifts, let's speak a bit, a bit about gifts. Um, God gives us all gifts. Some of us get a few more than others. God only gave me a couple of gifts. What are some of the gifts that you have been given, and how have you used them in your business?
0: Good question.
1: You know, um,
0: I, I, I I've always been a hard worker. I've always I've always
1: believed that you got to put in the work. Your get- body tells me you have discipline and a hard work. I looked on your Instagram, like, holy cow, you've got some, some work there. You know what,
0: Randy, if, if I see someone in physically good shape and I learned this from my guy Andy Frisella that I told you about, if I see someone in really good shape, that's someone that I might consider doing business with, you know, if they have the discipline to go to the gym consistently eat right consistently drink enough water and take care of themselves, you know, that is someone that you should highly consider going into business with or doing you know, having a, a friendship with because they're gonna they, you know, they have the ability to push you to be better. And you know, um so I just think that's really important because you know it's not easy to go to the gym every day and and as you know, eat right and things of like that. So Um, you know, uh, going back to your, to your question. Um, I just think it's one of my biggest, uh, attributes is just, I I know how to work and I will put in the work to do it. I remember when I first got into real estate, that's the one thing about real estate that that I think a lot of people don't understand. It's all about how much work you put into it. You're going to get out in real estate, what you put in. And I knew that. And for my first two years in the business, I don't I probably took a handful of days off. I worked seven days a week, 10, 12 hours a day, not only because I loved it, but because I knew that's what it took to be successful and to get me to where I want to go. Uh, so now I'm to the point where I can, pro- I can take off a Sunday if I want to, um, and, and, and you know, because I put in that work in the beginning. So again, to answer your question, I love the hard work. I know it's a part of the process and uh, uh, not many agents will work harder than me, that's for sure.
1: Agree with you. On, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on that. Input equals output. Yep. And uh, the newer the agent that you are, the more you have to put into it. At some point, the boulder, the, the real estate boulder, just starts rolling on its own. And you just have to give it a kick every once in a while. But that is after years and years of leaning into it and pushing it. So I really appreciate that answer. And a lot of agents do not get that. Do not get that. So speaking of agents, what do you think is the future of the real estate agent? So I'll let you think about that a little bit, but the future is changing so quickly with, uh, you know, ChatGTP and all the things that are coming at us. Um, What do you think? What do you think? Are we going to have more agents, less agents, more teams? Uh, How is all of this AI going to affect us as agents? You know, I follow
0: for anybody watching, I follow another real estate coach, and that's probably another person that I could have mentioned earlier. His name is Ricky Carruth. Um, I love I Ricky. Ricky. You know, Ricky? Yep. I know Ricky. You know, and I love his mentality that business is unlimited, right? You have to have that abundance mindset that no matter how many agents there are, no matter, you know, what robots come in? Business is unlimited, and he also believes that that um, you know uh, the real estate transaction is so you need a human connection. I personally, if if it's me, I don't want a robot handling my transaction of the biggest. Asset that I have. That sounds absolutely ludicrous to me. Um, and uh, so, for me personally, I, I really believe that no matter what technology comes into play, we're, human interaction in a real estate transaction will always be needed. And I just don't see that that changing. That's my personal opinion on it. So uh, and, I, and I and I don't worry about the future when it comes to that. I, I actually use ChatGPT for my for my listing descriptions, and it's phenomenal. If you haven't done that yet, you need to. <laughs> so uh, I, I think it's going to be a tool for us to be successful. And, you know, and if you think back, Randy, and, and I don't know how long you've been in the in the in the business but you know my mom's been in 25 years it's never been easier to sell real estate now because if you think back 20 years ago even 10 years no maybe not 10 years ago but 10 15 years ago my mom had to drive the paperwork to get it signed, right now we just send an email through Dot Loop or DocuSign, whatever it is. So, you know, I I I think as we progress with technology, I think it's gonna just going to become easier uh, to sell real estate. Now, I wouldn't say easier, but maybe simpler. Easy and simpler are two different things. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's just going to become more simpler and it's going to help us do our jobs better. Because, like I said. I have ChatGBT writing my listing descriptions and instead of me spending 30 minutes on it, I spend five minutes on it. Like now I get more time back to go do other things, go prospect, go create content, whatever it is, if that makes sense. So,
1: yeah. Oh, I think there's so many things that are going to make it easier, but we still need to be face-to-face, belly-to-belly, doing deals up. I just recently interviewed a billionaire, Glenn Sanford, the founder of eXp. And oh, wow. I, I asked him the same question. I said, you know, what's the future of real estate and, he, and and the real estate agent? And he says, well, I think the future is that not only will we be using AI, but our buyers and sellers will be using AI and our AIs will be talking to one another until we get us closer. Mm. And then It's up to us. Mm. So that. that was a really good response from uh, from Glenn. Well, who's the best in the world that you know? Is there somebody that you go, man, if I could be like that agent, who is it? Maybe it's your mom. <laughs> Props she, to me.
0: She's gotten me to where I am today. So she's definitely up there for sure. You know, and like I said, I I love, I love my mom. I love Ricky Caruth. You know, I, I, I follow Ryan Serhant, you know, um, you know, um, they're, uh, you know, even my brokers are are amazing uh, real estate agents as well. So, you know, we I, I mean, honestly, between my mom and, and Ricky Carruth, he, he's probably the the number one, you know, uh, real estate influencer that I follow. I just love what he's all about. And he all his coaching is free. So any realtors on here that that see this and you're not following Ricky Carruth, you 100% need to. He's got a very optimistic um, point of view when it comes to the real estate market and, you know, pretty much everything that he talks about. I mean, you can go back and, and he'll post a video about, Hey, I said this a year ago
1: and here we are. So, you know, <laughs> he's probably my favorite one besides my mom. He brings it. There's no doubt about it. I you actually uh, see Ricky, uh, here in about three weeks. So I'll say hi from kale to him. Yes, me. please do. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, Any big ideas or or things that you think, man, maybe I should incorporate this into my real estate business. I know you've got some great ideas. The entrepreneurial networking I think is fantastic. Anything else that you'd like to share with our audience that you think is is a bit of a game changer or could be a game changer?
0: Well, I, I mean, again, I think I think things like chat GPT are something that you need to incorporate. I mean, not only are they writing my listing descriptions, but they're helping me write my... So I have a weekly email, just like Rick Caruth does. He sends a weekly email every Wednesday. He doesn't miss it. I do every other week. Um, but I mean, I have them writing my emails for me as well. So I just think utilizing tools of that... The, and... and <laughs> Quite frankly, these these A.I., the chat GPTs, they're making me sound a, a lot more professional as well. Uh, so because writing has never been my thing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just think as these tools begin to to be available to us, it's it's something that we should we should start to use and, and incorporate it in our business, because if you're not the next agent is and it might take you uh, then, you know, maybe a little bit ahead of you if, if you're if you're falling behind the wagon. I've been trying to get my mom to be on social media you know, but she's just so very old school and, you know, quite frankly, she doesn't really even need it. You know, she's been in real estate 25 years. Her business just, like you said, the boulder just keeps coming as you get more and more into the business, you know. Um, But uh, anyway, so I think that's my answer for that.
1: (laughs) Well, you tell your mom that I've been around for 32 years selling real estate and you do need social media to Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you keep filling that hopper. So I'd encourage her to jump on But, um, you know, there's two things that we're gifted as children. And we talked about gifts already, but these are two that every child gets, curiosity and imagination. And it seems like over time, we start turning off these two amazing gifts that we're given. We get less curious about life, less curious about, you know, what makes things work and what doesn't make it work. And our imagination starts to shut down. I don't know about you kale but every day I was going to be somebody new I was going to be an astronaut one day a cowboy the next uh you know a doctor the next and so our imaginations are so powerful do you still uh, have the inner child the curiosity and the imagination to make your world spin of course absolutely you know
0: it's funny that you you, you talk about imagination as a child because You know, I throughout college in the summers, I worked at a daycare for four years and I worked with, um, um, you know, elementary school kids. Right. The fun age where all we did was play kickball and play games. And, you know, I just every time I get asked about it, I always say I just really admire and appreciate the imagination of children. The things that they think about is just incredible. Right. And they're so carefree. And, you know, our minds are so powerful. Our brains are so powerful. They don't, our brain does not know the difference between what's real and what's fake. So if you can imagine your mind uh, or your life in your mind and, and vividly picture it in your mind, your brain has no difference between if it's real or it's fake. And the more you think about that, the more it's gonna, the the, the, the the better chance it's gonna come into your life. It will, it will. If you continue to think about it every day, you, you know, write it down, you speak it out loud, whatever it is, it will literally come into your life. But the, the, the one thing that people forget is you got to put in the work to get it. You can't just pray for something and imagine something and, and hope it comes. You gotta, you know, again, what you put in, you get out. So if you can imagine it, see it, believe it, think it, you, then you go put in the work. It's literally going to be yours. So I'm huge, huge, huge on the imagination, visualization, all that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I know you've got a vision board, but there's no more incredible vision board than what's here. Bingo. This, you know, I can take a picture of a beautiful sunset like this behind me right now. And I look at it on my phone or in a picture and it's okay. But what I saw in real time Mm -hmm. never can never be placed on that photo. So I love that. By the way, I'm working on a book, Childhood Business decisions that you make Mm. so i'm really excited about because everything as a child it's unfiltered it's just natural it's easy and there's just so many life lessons that we can take as a child and put it into business so i'm really excited about uh, getting that book on the shelf um hey as we close out this has been an amazing amazing time with you kale um i want to do a little bit of a speed round here so we'll just run through some questions here and See where it goes. So, Kale, what do you do? What do you do to let your hair down and just have some fun?
0: You know what?
1: (laughs) I am such a homebody. (laughs)
0: Like, I don't really do a whole lot. Peace for me. It's just honestly being at home in my space. I love my space. I love my home. I love home decor and uh, design. And I just, I, I want a place to come home and relax. Honestly, I have no better joy. At the end of the day, when I come home, I got a good plate of food all in, in front of me and I got a good TV show on and I'm just relaxing. That's that's peace for me, man.
1: Right on. You're booking a holiday. Is it, is it museums? Beaches or events? Beach all day long. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm with you there on beaches. Favorite band? Mm, band? I um, not necessarily
0: have a favorite band. However, my favorite artist is Drake. I don't know if you know who Drake is. I know Drake. He's my favorite. <laughs>
1: I've got a friend that's a friend of his so I've got one degree separation so ah, maybe one day we'll uh, we'll connect Drake. How's that? Love that. Maybe I can buy sell some real estate to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Text, phone call, or face to face?
0: I'm not a big texter because I text all day long. I'm on my phone all day long with clients. You know how it is talking to lenders and inspectors and And the other agent, I'd rather just see someone face to face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Hey, one thing that I've been having great success is um, instead of just texting, I just do a video text. So I do a quick video and then I text that. That's been really, really awesome. How about uh, audio or book? You know, I might throw you for a
0: loop on this one, but I'm not a big reader. The way I learn information is number one through experience, but I also rather watch it. I would rather watch a video podcast than like read a book or or anything like that. I would rather turn on a YouTube, uh, like like for instance, um, you know, a few nights a week when I'm at the end of the day, when I'm eating my nice dinner. I will turn on a education, you know, educative podcast and watch it on my TV. That's I prefer that.
1: Okay. Dinners come up a couple of times here, Kale. What is on Kale's dinner plate?
0: Oh man, it's never the same. You know, as much as uh, I I stick to a pretty Uh, routine diet. I'm all about like a a 70, 30, like healthy 70%, 30% of the time I'm going to enjoy my life and be a human being. Uh, You know, it's, it's, I eat pretty clean for the most part, but you know, I do enjoy, uh, you know, some Domino's and, and, you know, uh, we have a restaurant called Runza here. It's, it's a fast food. Yeah. It's a little bit, it's way nicer than McDonald's, but You know, so
1: it just really depends, man. I got a whole fridge full of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Last question on the Return of Life podcast with Kale here. If you were a scratch and sniff sticker, if you were a scratch and sniff sticker and we scratched that sticker, what would be the smell of kale? Strawberry strawberries.
0: I like all things strawberry, strawberry cake, strawberry drinks, strawberry candy, whatever it is.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say, I'm going to add to that strawberries in a pina colada because a pina colada means we're at the beach.
0: Strawberry margaritas, you name it.
1: (laughs) Strawberry margarita, you betcha. Hale, thank you so much for joining me on the Return on Life podcast. You've been an amazing guest and I've got so many great takeaways that I Highlight it and jot, 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 jot it down like um, you, you meet somebody and you size them up. Are they in shape? Are these people worth doing business with? Are they disciplined in the gym, in their eating habits? So I love that one. And, uh, you know, you talk about fear. Everything's on the other side of fear that you want. I love that one as well. And I love Rise Omaha. So what a great, great time interviewing you, Kale. Appreciate you.
0: Thank you for having me. This is amazing.
1: Right on. Take care, Kale. You too.
0: Bye bye.